0: Hello, anatomy students. In this podcast, I'm going to review the external anatomy of the heart using various laboratory models. We'll focus on the main external structures of the heart and the larger blood vessels, often called collectively the great vessels, that exit and enter the heart. The heart is located in the mediastinum the central region of the thoracic cavity found between the lungs. extends from the anterior sternum back to the posterior vertebrae, and from the superior first rib down to the inferior diaphragm. The mediastinum contains the heart and other organs such as the esophagus and the trachea or windpipe, which we can see here, the thymus gland, as well as large blood vessels that enter and exit the heart, such as the aorta and the superior vena cava. The heart sits on the diaphragm near the midline of the thoracic cavity. In fact, about two-thirds of the heart is positioned to the left of the midline. And remember, when we describe the right and left sides of the heart, we're doing so from the perspective of the patients, not from the viewer. The apex is the anterior inferior tip of the heart that is oriented towards the left side. It's the cone-like pointed tip of the left ventricle that sits on the diaphragm. The ventricles, the left ventricle and the right ventricle, are the lower chambers of the heart. The base of the heart is the side opposite the apex. It is the superior and more posterior region of the heart that's formed by the two atria. The atria, the right atrium, and the left atrium are the upper chambers of the heart. The anterior surface of the heart is the frontal region of the heart, directly under the sternum and the ribs. The inferior surface of the heart is located between the apex and the right surface of the heart. It sits mostly on top of the diaphragm. The right surface of the heart faces the right lung and runs from the inferior surface up to the base. The left surface of the heart faces the left lung and it runs down from the base to the apex. The atria of the heart include the right atrium and the left atrium. These are the superior chambers of the heart that receive incoming blood from the veins. The ventricles of the heart include the right ventricle and the left ventricle. The ventricles are the inferior chambers of the heart that are pumping blood out of the heart into the arteries. The right and left auricles These are located on the anterior surface of the right and left atrium, respectively. They're wrinkled, pouch-like structures that resemble an ear. That's what the name auricle means, ear-like. And their function is to increase the volume of each atrium so it can hold a slightly larger amount of blood. The sulci, shown here in yellow on the heart model, are shallow sunken grooves or gullies that are found on the heart surface that contain coronary blood vessels, both coronary arteries and veins, as well as adipose fat. They're often obscured because they're filled with fat and they act as superficial outer dividing marks between the chambers of the heart. The coronary sulcus is the groove traveling around the heart that forms an external boundary between the two upper atria and the two lower ventricles. The anterior interventricular sulcus is the groove on the anterior surface of the heart that acts as a boundary between the right and left ventricles let's flip the heart over to its posterior surface where we'll find the posterior interventricular sulcus. This is a continuation of the anterior interventricular sulcus and it indicates the external boundary between the right and left ventricles here on the posterior surface of the heart. The superior vena cava, commonly abbreviated SVC, is a large diameter vein around 2 centimeters or 1 inch in diameter that drains deoxygenated or oxygen-poor blood from the head, neck, arms, and thorax down into the right atrium. Remember that veins always return or drain blood back to the heart we can see a small section of the inferior vena cava, abbreviated IVC. This is the largest vein in the body in diameter. It's around 3.5 centimeters, which is about 1.5 inches in diameter. And it's draining deoxygenated blood from the lower body, the legs, the pelvis, and abdomen into the right atrium. The pulmonary trunk is the large artery that transports deoxygenated blood out of the right ventricle. Remember that arteries always carry blood away from the heart. The right pulmonary artery branches off the pulmonary trunk here on the right side. And we can see it a little better from this angle it's going to be carrying deoxygenated blood to the right lung. The left pulmonary artery is the other branch off the pulmonary trunk, and it's going to be delivering deoxygenated blood to the left lung. In the lungs, gas exchange is taking place, so now the blood returning back to the heart is oxygenated, oxygen rich. These are the right pulmonary veins, and these two veins are transporting oxygenated blood into the left atrium of the heart. These are the left pulmonary veins, and these two veins are transporting oxygenated blood from the left lung into the left atrium. Remember that both right and left pulmonary veins are draining that oxygenated blood to the same destination, into the left atrium. This is the aorta. This is the largest artery in the body. It has a diameter of between two and three centimeters, which is approximately one inch. It carries oxygenated blood from the left ventricle out of the heart. There are four divisions of the aorta, the ascending aorta, the arch of the aorta, the thoracic aorta, and the abdominal aorta. The ascending aorta is the division of the aorta that is leaving the left ventricle and carrying oxygenated blood out of the heart. The right and left coronary arteries branch off of the ascending aorta and carry oxygenated blood to the heart wall. You want to remember the phrase that the heart feeds itself first, where this oxygen-rich blood is heading to the myocardium muscle of the heart wall as well as the various epithelia and connective tissues that make it up. The arch of the aorta also called the aortic arch, is the large left-oriented curve of the aorta that distributes oxygenated blood to several large systemic arteries. These arteries include the brachiocephalic trunk, the left common carotid artery, and the left subclavian artery. The next heart structure is the ligamentum arteriosum, and this is the remains of a once functional blood vessel in the fetus called the ductus arteriosus. It functioned in directing blood from the pulmonary trunk into the aorta, bypassing the pulmonary arteries. This prevented the non-functional fetal lungs from receiving too much blood. After birth, the ductus arteriosus closes up and becomes filled with connective tissue forming the ligamentum arteriosum, which attaches the aorta to the pulmonary trunk. The descending aorta runs down the posterior surface of the heart. The thoracic aorta is the region that we see here in the model before it's cut off. This is the area of the descending aorta that travels down through the thorax. What we don't see here in the model is the abdominal aorta, which is a continuation of the descending aorta. It's the region that passes through the diaphragm, through an opening called the aortic hiatus, and then into the abdomen. This is the brachiocephalic trunk. This is an artery that is the first branch off of the arch of the aorta and it directs blood into two branches not shown here in the heart model. Those two branches are the right common carotid artery, which supplies the right side of the neck and the head, the cephalic part of the name, and the right subclavian artery, which supplies the right shoulder under the clavicle leading to the right arm. This is the brachio part of the name. The left common carotid artery supplies blood to the left side of the head and neck. And the left subclavian artery supplies blood to the left shoulder located under the clavicle leading out to the left arm. It's easy to remember these great vessels. It's as easy as your ABCs. A for the ascending and arch of the aorta. B for the brachiocephalic trunk, C for the left common carotid artery, and S for the left subclavian artery.